1: For decades, the group Food Not Bombs has been feeding the unhoused community in Houston without any issues. But recently, HPD has started to ticket volunteers in the group after their meal distribution events in downtown. So why is the city cracking down on something that's gone unchecked for years? And is there a compromise the city and the group could make? Nick Cooper is a volunteer with Food Not Bombs, and he joins me to explain their side of the story. Before we get to today's episode, please take a moment to complete our listener survey at citycast.fm survey so we can learn more about you. This information will help us better serve you with CityCast Houston. This survey takes about five minutes, and you can do it right there on your phone. And once you complete it, you'll be entered to win a $250 Visa gift card. We need 100 of y'all to complete it, so it'll be really cool if you can help us out it's monday june 12th i'm raheel ramsanali and here's what houston is talking about nick welcome into citycast houston how are you doing well hey so let's jump right into this tell me what is food not bombs
0: uh food not bombs is an international loosely affiliated uh, network of volunteers and uh, we share vegetarian food and uh, we have an anti-war message and uh, we're non-hierarchical. So we're different than a lot of other groups that are sharing food with the homeless. We're not an NGO. Uh, We are a a bunch of volunteers and no one's getting paid. Um, So if you compare us to, for example, the Star of Hope Mission in Houston, you think, well, they share food with the homeless. Star of Hope Mission's CEO gets $560,000 a year. Like none of us are paid. We're not even reimbursed for our gas money. So we're kind of in a different category.
1: Wow. Wow. How long have you been a volunteer?
0: Since the nineties.
1: Nice. And how long has Food Not Bombs been serving the homeless community here in Houston?
0: Uh, well, since the 80s, uh, off and on, but you know, at least three decades of doing at least three meals a week, usually four meals a week. Um, and uh, yeah, we share in public.
1: Wow, that's that's a really cool thing that's been going on this long. But recently, I've been seeing y'all pop up in the news. So you're getting fined right now for feeding the unhoused community. Tell me what is
0: happening? Well, in 2012, uh, Maronise Parker and a bunch of Democrats uh, that she kind of twisted the arms of passed this law. It will be a crime to share food in public without uh, prior permission from the city. Um, This was a terrible idea. Um, This idea of, oh, well, we can help people by controlling this better. What they did is they created a regime in which people who Used to have leftover food. Hey, we just had an office party. We got all these trays of food. Let's take it down to the Pierce Elevated. They used to just go and share it with the homeless. Now they're like, oh, uh, there's some law. We better not do that. Throw it out. So they created food insecurity. They created a crisis in the streets by like saying now nobody can just spontaneously share food because like, you know, whatever their approval process is to allow you to have permission to share food in the streets, there's no way that you could get that on a moment's notice at the end of an office party when you have some leftover food. So they just, they made it completely impossible. Now our group, we're not just some office party that has leftover food. We know ahead of time where we're going to be, when we're going to be there. We've been doing this for decades. Um, So that's not our category, but we have to kind of help fight this law because it's unjust for homeless people across the entire city. And it creates food insecurity, which in turn creates a problem for Houston. It creates an increase in crime and violence and other things when, when you have food insecurity. That's what happens. So it was a terrible idea, but they didn't enforce it against us. We were like, we're a block away from City Hall, Maronise Parker. Come write us your tickets. Do whatever you're going to do. And she was like, uh, y'all are exempted. You know, Y'all are too much of a pain in the butt. We're just going to exempt you. So we had permission to share food. And then along comes uh, the next mayor, Mayor Turner, and he's like, well, um, we want you guys to uh, move to another park. This is initially, he had meetings with us in the beginning of his first term. We said, all right, well, we're down to move to a park. Uh, Here's what we want. We want some water fountains. We want a covered space. We want a bunch of trash cans. And ideally, like, we would love to have bathrooms. If you could provide public bathrooms, you would be helping the city so much in terms of cleanliness. Um, and he was like, okay, well, we'll get back to you. We'll see what uh, we can do. They came back to us. Here's a parking lot with no cover and barbed wire around it. How about that? And we said, no. And and it wasn't anywhere near where homeless populations were. We said, no, that's terrible. That's not what we talked about. And he said, well, you better do it. You better go to the parking lot or else we're going to start enforcing the law. And we said, all right, do what you got to do. And we continued sharing food. This happened three times during uh, Mayor Turner's two terms. He just kept threatening us and we kept saying, okay, you know, whatever, like this is an unconstitutional law. This is an oppressive policy. Um, We're not going along with it. And uh, this time he decided to actually start ticketing people under the law, which, you know, there are a lot of laws on the books, But to actually enforce a law, you have to tell the cops, here's how you're going to do it. This is what you're going to write it up under. This is how you're going to approach people. Everything that's uh, illegal under the Houston Court of Code of Ordinances is not being enforced by H.P.D. You have to tell them how to do it. So now, for the first time, H.P.D. was told this is what you do: you give them this warning, you wait till they're done sharing food, you go to the person who you think is conducting the food operation, and you and you write them a ticket and whatever. And and this ticket under the law could have a fine anywhere from fifty to two thousand dollars per incident. Wow. We've gotten 32 tickets, so that's 32 times 2,000 is what we're potentially facing in fines. So what changed? Was there a moment,
1: was there an incident, did something happen that made Mayor Turner now start enforcing this in conjunction with HPD?
0: Uh, Yes. I mean, there is corruption at City Hall is completely built into uh, the system. Real estate runs the show. Real estate decides who's going to be on city council and what they can do. You could say, you know, maybe in Houston, the oil companies are more rich and powerful than real estate, but what do the oil companies really need from the city? Not that much. So uh, there's a grift going on. Obama gave a bunch of money to cities that had a problem with homelessness, and that money in Houston is given out to a bunch of NGOs like Star of Hope with their $560,000 a year CEO by by a process. So there's a thing called the Homeless Management Information System. And if you're a Star of Hope and you check somebody in, then they then that's part of your grant money. I checked someone in, a homeless person got fed here tonight. That's part of our grant. Um, you also have to show we're getting people off the streets. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean they were at Star of Hope for a couple of weeks and then we put them in an apartment for one month and then after that, they were back on the streets. Well, we got them off the streets. They were in an apartment for one month. You know, it's, it's a little bit... Um, Uh, you know, kind of on paper, getting people off the streets. You also have to have this thing uh, they do every year, the point in time homeless count. So you have to show that um, we are reducing homelessness in Houston. And this is a statistically bunch of junk data. Uh, The Rice Kinder Institute, the National Coalition for the Homeless, anyone who's looked at this data has said, no, the point in time homeless count is, is, is not useful statistically. Uh, on paper houston has completely de- destroyed decimated homelessness we have won a huge victory on paper in the streets it's not the case but on paper houston is just like wow we, we could. what can we learn from houston the new york times the intercept people are interviewing you know houstonian uh, bureaucrats like the head of health and human services to be like oh what can we learn from you guys like you guys have really figured this out without looking into this junk data um so uh, basically like, yeah, if you play ball with the city and the, and the Houston coalition for the homeless, which I distinguish, they have nothing to do with the national coalition for the homeless, national coalition for the homeless, being a cool organization that puts out, you know, really good reports, the Houston coalition for the homeless being a very corrupt institution that just, you know, they're, get, they're the gatekeepers for the grant money. And, uh, unfortunately uh, groups like food, not bombs were the competition for these NGOs that are making tons of money off of the homeless.
1: So where are y'all serving right now that is causing such an issue and is having y'all face fines?
0: Uh, So we're at the downtown library where we've been for decades. And I think it makes sense that um, if you are running the library, you know, and you're trying to like, you know, get um, middle-class families and people in there and, you know, you want it to be presentable, like they, they don't want homeless people around there. Now, what they're doing about getting homeless people out of the library. Like I'm not an expert on that. I know that the library has changed their policies about bags and about people who smell and, and different things like that. So I, I don't, I can't really speak on how the library is enforcing that, but the idea that food, not bombs is part of this picture is kind of absurd because we mm. share food after the library is closed. So it's not like the homeless people who come and eat at food, not bombs are going inside the library and using the bathroom or anything like that. So, um, it's, it's kind of, a, a nonsense argument, but, um, we are sharing food in public as we've been doing for decades. Now, have you personally been ticketed? Yeah, I've gotten two tickets. Um, and a bunch of volunteers have gotten one, two, three tickets, but, uh, Cherie is the, the reigning, uh, champion when it comes to getting tickets. She's gotten like 13 or something. So.
1: Wow. So how are you dealing with it? Are you just going to pay the fine or what's happening?
0: No, you go to court and then you request a jury trial and you request the body cam footage and the whole process means basically every couple months you just go and lose a day of work and have to sit in court all day. So it's a, it's an insane imposition. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not only the case for people that are sharing food with the homeless. I mean, in Houston, if you were written a traffic ticket and you want a fair trial or whatever, you have to go and sit there and you have to be on time and if you're in if you're late then they issue a warrant for you and the whole thing is you know uh very complicated to get a jury trial and you, you you'll never get a jury trial the first time you go in um they just keep rescheduling you that is crazy
1: that yeah i mean that's just you know like that that's part of the system the way to fight back it takes a long time so two things here number one Have y'all just thought about applying for permission to serve the homeless community with the city and uh, complying with the law?
0: Yeah, I mean, Food Not Bombs is part of this international network of Food Not Bombs. So we know what happens to Food Not Bombs chapters when they apply for official permission or whatever. Um, So first of all, that would be abandoning our attempt to have this unconstitutional law overturned, right? Because it's not just for us Mm. that we want to get the law overturned. It's the problem that you can't spontaneously share food in Houston anymore in public. And that's a problem for homeless people everywhere. It has nothing to do with us, right? So we need the law to be overturned. So that's that's one thing. But the other thing is that it's the collective experiences of chapters of Food Not Bombs that if you start a- applying for permission, then maybe they say no right away. Maybe they say yes, but you have to do this, this, and this, and you have to move to this location and they take it away. It actually gives you less... Options later, if you start complying with uh, unconstitutional laws. So it's best to say, uh, to question the basis for the law. So, for example, um, we would say uh, that the idea that sharing food with five people in public is against the law, there is no equal protection under the law with this. They are not enforcing this against picnics, right? So uh, these people, hey, they're just sharing food with their friends and family, so it's okay. And then food not bombs, they're not sharing food with their friends. Like you know, we're doing something categorically different. The whole law is is problematic, and 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 starting to go down that rabbit hole where we're complying with unjust laws or whatever uh, would be a mess. Um, uh, for example, the city's like, why don't you just go over to this great location that we have for you right now? And the location that they're offering to us right now is. An HPD parking lot. Do the homeless feel comfortable going to an HPD parking lot? Some of them do. Um, do, Does the idea that um, that our group, which is an anti-war group, um, just like dropping off food with the police to share the food or something, does that make any sense? Like we we are exercising our freedom of speech to talk. We're an anti-war group or a vegetarian group. We want to conduct. Our food sharings—the way we want to conduct them—we don't want the police to conduct our food sharings for us. It's—it's uh, it's a crazy idea. And then uh, what's amazing is that I don't know how much the city spends on these types of things, but if you look at the food and the shelters, and you look at the food that they're sharing in the H.P.D. parking lot, and we get pictures of it all the time, it's disgusting, and it's not very much. We are sharing a meal that you would be happy to eat. I mean, unless you're just like. Uh, no, I don't eat any carbs or like, no, I don't eat um, vegetarian food no matter what. I mean, people can have those concerns. We have a healthy meal that like you would be happy to eat. Like that is not the case for the stuff that the HPD is is sharing in their parking lot. That is not the case for stuff that they're sharing in the shelters. Gotcha.
1: And my second part was, what are y'all doing right now to get this law overturned?
0: So the uh, crazy thing is that we have to fight every single one of these tickets separately in the court. All of us have to just keep, you know, with 32 tickets so far or something like that. All of us have to just keep showing up and going to these court dates, missing work, doing whatever, rescheduling and and all of that we have to do um, to hopefully get a jury trial and 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 all this stuff. Um, so that's that's the kind of like nuts and bolts. But meanwhile, there's a federal lawsuit. Um, this law is unconstitutional. It's been found unconstitutional previously in Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Food Not Bombs was uh, charged under a, similar, uh, under a similar law, and that law was found to be a violation of freedom of speech, um, which is cool because... Uh, there's also a freedom of religion argument. There's a lot of people who are coming out to Food Not Bombs and sharing food who might say, I'm doing this because I'm Christian, Muslim, Jewish, um, Buddhist, whatever. And uh, and we do actually have all of those religions and um, probably uh, some other ones that I'm not mentioning. Um, and uh, so yeah, freedom of religion is is relevant, but in some ways freedom of speech is more central because we are an anti-war group we're um, a non-hierarchical group or an all-volunteer group or a vegetarian group we're trying to spread those messages we're not trying to spread a religion
1: gotcha gotcha I want to talk about funding um how how are y'all getting all this food and preparing all this you said it's all volunteer based which that's it, that is self-explanatory but where's all this food coming from and then also when you're talking about all the volunteers fighting these tickets, lawyers cost money, right? Uh, you said taking time off uh, from work, that costs money. How's all this being paid for?
0: Um. So the the funny thing about food is that you will get better meals for homeless populations or wh- whatever group you decide to share with without spending money than if you do spend money. And, and the proof is in the pudding on this. Like all of the shelters are spending an insane amount of money on their food and everything else, and their food is disgusting. Our group just gets donated food um, from supermarkets, restaurants, individuals, or whatever, and our food looks great and tastes great, and you would be happy to eat it. But it's always a question of uh, people power, like, you know, our limitations are never financial. There are always, how many volunteers do we have to, to go do this pickup? It's always always what's going on. Um, in terms of the uh, lawyers, yeah, we have pro bono lawyers right now. Um, I, I wouldn't say that we're set. I would say that like we are we are covered for all of the local ticket cases. In terms of the federal cases, like I think it would be better to have more civil rights attorneys uh, part of this team because when you get into a legal conflict with the city, like they can hit you with all kinds of expenses to depose people, all kinds of injunctions and things that can tie up the case or whatever, and Uh, So, uh, yeah, if there's civil rights attorneys, um, please contact us. Um, We could definitely use help on that. Um, In terms of the people, uh, the volunteers losing days from work. um, Yeah, this sucks. Like we are not being compensated for days lost uh, from work or anything like that. And just like we never get compensated for our time, for our gas money and things like that. So basically, Food Not Bombs has operated for decades with like a couple thousand dollars a year coming in or less and that money goes entirely to blankets and sometimes to food so it's like we show up and it's like oh man the volunteers who were supposed to pick up this food were sick and we didn't get it so like let's order some pizzas or whatever so it we spend okay. money you know on on food you know on that kind of basis but um just saying that like money is not really a big part of what uh, we do and um Then the last ticket uh, question, who's going to pay for the tickets, that one's tough. Like, we have no idea. We are facing um, $64,000 in fines right now. And no, we do not have a way to pay for $64,000 in fines. So that's a real problem.
1: All right, final thing. Mayor Turner is going to be leaving office and we will have a new mayor here soon. What message do you have
0: for the new mayor? so i would encourage anyone who is running uh to be the mayor to come out and learn a little bit about what's going on one block away from city hall we are at the downtown public library four nights a week monday wednesday friday sunday sharing food at seven thirty pm come talk to your constituents these are houstonians learn something about what's going on in the city it is not um some abstract question like the, the mayor turner's like uh, you know, families and uh, good people who want to use the library, like, you know, they don't like having homeless people around. It's like, oh, the homeless people aren't families. The homeless people aren't good people. You know, this is, uh, this othering is unacceptable. Like, I, you know, once you're in power, like you, you may not be in a position to get it anymore because the way that real estate controls things in Houston. So come while you're a candidate and participate in Food, Not Bombs. And uh, you'll, you'll see what's going on and you'll see why it's an important thing. And you can just ask people, you can ask homeless people, hey, how do you feel about the mayor's idea that um, that Food Not bomb should stop sharing food at this location and instead should go to the HPD parking lot? So yeah, Sheila Jackson Lee, whoever, come out, be part of what's going on and talk to folks there. They would love for you to listen to them.
1: Nick, thank you so much for
0: joining us. Sure, take care. Thanks.
1: That was Nick Cooper. You can learn more about food, not bombs, with the link in our show notes. Before we go, MasterChef winner and multiple-time James Beard finalist Christine Ha has opened her latest restaurant in the Spring Branch area, Stuffed Belly. The restaurant will feature a Houston twist on classic American sandwiches like the grilled cheese, smash burgers, and my favorite, the egg salad. I can't wait to try them all, and Chef Ha has promised that more sandwiches will be hitting the menu soon that will do it for today thank you for listening and i hope you learned something new before we go excuse me